0: Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Schmedium Mike's back. How y'all doing? Brother Bob's back. What's happening? Carl's back. What's up? The Professor. There yes. will be a test at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm the already s- telling you. Sultry sound of Sunny is back. Well. <laughs>
1: hey. <laughs> You're never gonna escape that now, buddy. No, never. It's all right. That's it. DJ Tyler. What up? Chickity chickity
0: check, <laughs> wicker, wicker
1: Carl, would you read our Bible verse tonight? Sure thing. It's Philippians chapter two, verses one through three, and I'm reading from the NASB version. And it says, "Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, if there is any consolation of love, if there is any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose." Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves.
0: And our topic this week
1: is serving.
0: Are you serving, or are you being served? And, well, all of us at this table actually heard the same sermon, so I can't really <laughs> say right. like. yeah, yeah. We heard a sermon this week, some of us did, but we all heard the sermon from this past week and I wanted like part of it I was kind of like what you say Mike is like I was yeah I'm there yep that's yeah. me yep and then all of a sudden like he said something and I was like oh that hit me nope I ain't good there mm-hmm. yep and so I thought about that being the the episode that we talk about but I was like ah, I'm not good I don't want to <laughs> talk about it <laughs> yeah Then Bob was like, hey, how about this for our topic this week? Mm -hmm. Confirmation. And I was like, no. (laughs) But okay. No, I already (laughs) decided no on that one. Sorry. So for me, I think I I do both, but I do getting served more for me personally. And that's not right, obviously. Right? Like I, I do serve. And multiple avenues.
2: So should we elaborate on, on what the sermon was about first? If you would like to talk about it. <laughs> I do not. <laughs>
3: I mean... I... It was about a white stallion named Tyler. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Just he because to... he
2: said your name in the sermon. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> He wasn't I was referring you
3: as a white stallion. Was
4: I he thought, talking right? about a white stallion or a unicorn?
3: Mm. Now, Bob, come on now. <laughs>
4: I just asked a question. I didn't direct that at you. He
3: said white stallion, and he looked at me. He <laughs> also
4: said something about a unicorn, too, didn't he? It's like no. one of them short, fluffy sure?
3: ones. I'm Sure. One of those short, fluffy ones.
4: One of those plush unicorns.
1: Yeah. What does it mean to serve? I think that's the most important way to start it out. We're going to have a discussion on are you serving or... Being served, what does it mean to serve? Yeah. Well, I think our opening scripture... Sorry to steal your narration. Oh. Verse 3, I
5: think, depicts that for me very well with, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Um, you read that, and I thought, man, that, that, that all three of those are the epitome of what we're trying to do here. And then, I also it also hit me with that is exactly what we're talking about tonight is are you serving or being served and and it, again just the total humility and putting somebody above yourself with no thought in your mind whatsoever of accolades, attaboys anything like that is to me is serving.
1: I really love that you keyed in on that. Like, I'll be honest, I came into this one like I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to sit here in silence and listen to everybody. Else Every talk silence, yeah. yeah, but I think I think what you keyed in on there is it's not so much the act of service, what that looks like in practice. It's the heart. It's yeah. the heart behind it. Like that's the most important thing. Service can look like a lot of different things. It could be making a meal, you know, providing for the poor, mentoring. A younger Christian, you know, teaching a Bible class—it can be a lot of things. Service can take on a lot of different forms, but the real important aspect is what's your motivation behind it when you're serving, right? What's your your
4: motive behind that? That's right. Yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot of people out there that serve, but they're only doing it to make themselves look good. Yeah. Then there's a lot of preachers out there that serve, but they're only out there to make themselves look good. Anytime you serve, you ask what that needed to look like. You do it with a loving heart, a pure heart, and a heart that uh, glorifies God through the whole serving process. When you're getting served, when you're being served, same thing. You do it with a pure heart. You do it with a loving heart, and you do it to glorify God because you know there's a there's a kind of a balance bet- between. Serving and being served. Serving is right because that's what Jesus told us to do. But also, if we're not getting served, how are we allowing other people to do what Jesus told them? And sometimes,
0: when you do get served, your heart's not in that right spot because
4: it, your pride takes over. Oh, exactly. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I, exactly. I know, do that a lot. The thing is, you're mm-hmm. right because you know a lot of times, if if somebody wants to try to help you. You know, you, you can't you can't humble yourself enough to let them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, nope, I don't need no help. Let mm-hmm. Give it to somebody else. You know, let them do it. Because I've been on that part of no, it. Yeah, me. Like, no, kinda... I don't need that. You give that to somebody else. Well, you know, when we tell somebody that, we're absolutely taking their blessing away.
0: Yeah, and that's what Mike tells me all the time when I struggle <laughs> with that part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, you're hard-headed and dumb. But you might be taking somebody else's way to serve. Yes,
1: away. You're taking the reward away.
4: Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. You're 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 dumbing it down, or you're you're making it not no, so important. Yeah. You know, and you're, and that, you're
5: taking away their opportunity to bless yes. you.
4: And what that does and, sometimes that will that will deeply offend them. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it yeah, it hurts them, you know, and and sometimes it hurts them enough that uh, they're like, well, you know what? Why am I, why am I even trying to do this? I'm not going to do that again, you know. So I mean, yeah, there's there's a balance between being served and serving. Mm-hmm. You just got to, the actual balance of that is is God's got to be the center of it, so we can draw it in from both ways. Mm-hmm. Carl always talks about that about the circle and God being in the center. Which I love because, you know, that way everything can be drawn into Him, and nothing can get away. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like it's just like the gravitation gravitational pull of the Earth. You know, once something from space gets close enough to the to the outer limits of Earth, it absolutely just starts drawing it in. Well, that's the way we should be with God. He should be the center, and we should be drawn into Him.
0: Yeah. And I think three years ago, I was getting it all wrong anyway because I didn't understand. Right? Like, it felt good to go out and help people. Oh, yeah. Like, it really felt good. And because other people told me that that was what Jesus would do. And then on the other side of it, while I was doing it, I was like, well, am I going to get my attaboys too? Right? Like, yeah. Can I get called out in a sermon? Right. right for this type of thing, I don't want to be a white stallion, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. but, <clears throat> so, don't, uh, so so you like, can have that thunder, hey. right? So, Let's clarify. <laughs> but, but then, like, it was almost like I'm not going to put a timetable on it because I don't right. know. But like that that light switch flipped, and then it was like I didn't even care about it. <laughs> Actually, mm-hmm. much more. I wish you wouldn't even talk about it. Because now you get you know, called. Like, now you
4: get called to the office instead of. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I always got called to the office, yeah. so that's, that's fine. But like, I didn't want right the the praise or the attaboys or whatever. It was just no. That's what I'm doing. Like, I used to get mad at saying thanks all the time. Like people telling me thanks, I was like, no, there's no need for thanks. Like that's what people do, mm-hmm. right? I don't need to hear it, right? But like my. So nicely used to tell me, or still tell me, it's like that's their blessing. Like, don't, you can't be rude about saying, just say you're welcome and shut up and move Mm -hmm. on. You know, like, (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's a difficult balance because nobody wants to feel like they're pushed to the side, not noticed, and discarded. You know what I mean? Because eventually, when you're not recognized at all, it tends to lead to people feeling like they're being discarded. Mm -hmm. So they want to be recognized in some way that's just natural, right? But that so quickly turns into an idol. Of I, I want a platform. I want yeah. to be elevated. I want to be celebrated. Right. You know what I mean. It, right. it goes yeah. from I don't want yeah. to be discarded to I want to be celebrated. Yeah. Oh man. If if you know, once you get to that point, and I've been there. You need to tear that down real fast mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. that's that that doesn't end well.
3: I really uh, I really struggle with watching those videos where somebody sees a homeless person. They're like, I'm going to give them five hundred dollars and give them this wonderful day, but they want to uh, video the whole thing. And Then put it out there for everyone to see that's great i 'm glad that you're helping somebody out, but why are you doing it yeah. why are you are you looking for more views so you can get more money exactly. um, are you you know i't the motives like we talked about is uh, that's where I struggled yeah, hard watching to he those. was just
4: saying about they're wanting they're wanting that you know mm-hmm. right that's what they would that and that go like say that goes back to the heart and that's why I like when we had our
0: pulling the curtain. Back as, like, when we had our committee meeting, right? And like, business cards for Broken Record Ministries came about. Like, I was like, Yeah, I'm not pointing at you, Sonny. I'm just saying, like, I that's that's always been my day one struggle of like, am, Are we self promoting, right? Us
2: and writing that line
0: and writing that line, like, right? Are we
2: self promoting? Yeah, we want our name out there, we want our name out there so we can help people, right? And, uh, Quote business card doesn't necessarily glorify us. It just gets somebody, another, somebody another. might avenue. seriously, somebody might end up throwing that thing out the window, and then a homeless person finds it, and they that's have some true. have oh, some yeah. way to. I'm, I'm to just saying
0: that that's it. the lightning that I was
4: riding. Right, right. Yeah. You know, like, let's do this. If you don't like business cards, you don't have one. Let's make ink pens up. Yeah, you can make an ink, ink pens. Pen. Oh, yeah. An ink pen will go through. The hands of like fifteen people before it gets lost. Mm-hmm. True. So that's true. Not man. if it
0: goes into Ronnie's hands. <laughs> now it's straight lost. You know, that. and that's the thing. <laughs>
2: like me, I just you know I thought business card because you know I can pull it out of my wallet at any time, gas station, grocery or, store, or whatever. Right. And, and I yeah. and I didn't mean like then, you were wrong. I was just saying like
0: then it's like where's
2: well, I think they were all great ideas. Mm-hmm. Like the pamphlets, the wristbands, the I mean everything. I mean, right. all there's of no, them there's no reason them, to not yeah. do all of them, right? you know? I mean, because like I said, you have to be able to read people whenever you're talking to them and figure out, you know, hey, which one are they? Right? Well, we
0: even had this discussion you know? at our first conference with some broken record shirts, right? Because mm-hmm. I had to listen to that comment that's come back three times now and we're not even in the 10-minute mark, but like, I was like, "Why are we selling broken record shirts?" Like, we're not doing anything. We just want people to come to the door. We'll let him take care of the rest. And other conversations were had, and I was like, "Okay, that makes more sense." <laughs> you know, like,
2: well, if I go to a con- or if I go to a concert and I see a band that I want to see, I'm going to buy a t-shirt. If I go to a conference that I end up getting something out of, I'm going to want to buy a t-shirt. Right. Yeah. And if you see something that affects you in your life and you want to share that with others, got to have a way to share it with them. Yeah. And a t shirt, like we said, I mean, different states and different areas and everything else. Hey, man, I like that shirt. What's up with that shirt? Who is that? Oh, yeah. well, that's the ministry that I'm a part of. Blah,
3: blah, blah. Yeah. There, there's a difference in getting your name out there so you can help others and getting your name out there so you can show what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yep. like, you know, for your for the glory of Broken Record Ministries. We're not doing that, obviously. No. But well, that
1: is, and that's what Ronnie's highlighting. Like, right. he's, he's guarding his heart from that. You yeah. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we've talked yeah. about that privately, so I know exactly where you're coming from. You're guarding your heart from. I don't, I don't want to be guilty of self-promoting to build my own name, but at the same time, that's where balance is so important to have other perspectives that you know there's you know that's where the, it goes back to the service thing and the heart motive yeah, right mm-hmm. you you can you can you can just just using the the card as just the example right, right? Mm-hmm. not to get not to get on 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 a sidetrack on that but the card can be good or bad depending upon the motive of the person handing it out right. mm-hmm. if, if your motive in handing the card is I want to build my own personal name so I'm known mm-hmm. it's bad that same card can be good if it's I just want you to get to know Jesus mm-hmm. I just want you to be saved and I've been on the road that you might be on and I might be able to help you find the way it's not about me, it's about him that same card becomes good yep. depending upon the yep. motive of the one handing it yep. out and that's why the heart of the matter is so important You know, beyond just the act of service, it's the heart that matters the most. We want to Mm -hmm. be sheep, not the goats. That's it. Not a goat.
3: Yeah.
4: Everything needs to be in his glory, not ours. That's why me personally, if I I give to something and they ask me if I want my name on it, I'm like, nope. I do not. Do not put my business anywhere on that. That is not for me. Mm -hmm. That is for him only. And that's that's just the way I feel about it. I think everything needs to be about him because everything is him.
0: Yeah. So That's my struggles with serving and being served. <laughs> Anybody else? Right. Like I know we I have different examples, good, right? Yeah. Like we can't <laughs> all just lightning yeah. bolt. <clears throat> right. Mike, I know you have other Struggles in that because you, for me, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, and I know you will. You want to be more so serving than getting served, but when you get served, you like that as well. But you're more of a not a people pleaser, right?
5: But more of a I I was a people pleaser for many many years, and God had to change that in my life, and He had to show me His his grace and his love and that got pounded in excuse me pounded into my head um and i think it's one of those things bob and i were just talking about it before and uh that you feel like you get to a certain point in your past some things and then something hits you and you're like wait is this is god directing me in this path or is the devil now getting in my head to tell me this because um i told bob and i wasn't i didn't even know if i was going to bring it up but i talked with my wife today and she could tell there's something on my heart and i said um i said i think i need to step away from broken records and she's like what and i said "We, we sat in the meeting and we had this meeting and the things that we wanted to do and everything and everything was such a great idea i said but i didn't feel like I don't. I don't know what my role and my place is in all of that. And she's like, "Really?" And I said, "Well, yeah." I said, "There's everybody kind of has a place in there, you know." And I know I'm not mechanical. I got a guy, you know, and I'm not this because I got a guy. I got. A, I got guys that do, you know do these things and, and do them very well. And that's not me. So where do I fit into all of this? And I said, and it's really been on my heart since then. And and it was funny because, of course, my wife—everybody knows my wife—and she was very, very to the point. And because part of her thing was, are you were your feelings hurt by something that was said? And I was like, no. She was. Are you sure? She said, "What about this?" And it was something that I realized at, before when I was a people pleaser that. Yeah, I was so shallow in that 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 would have hurt my feelings and probably made me feel this way. And I said, oh, no, I actually didn't even think about that. I mean, that's it's not an issue. And I said, I really feel like I just don't, I don't know what I'm bringing to the table. Everybody there is bringing things to the table, but I don't know what Mike is. And I said, so I feel like if I just step back, then this can go full force like it needs to. You know, like, I bet that I'm a hindrance in it,
0: you know? It's funny that you bring that up. Because no. Carl and I, right after service, had that talk. Didn't we, Carl? We did. Because I was like, everybody liked this sermon or felt good about it. But to me, like, what I thought was my calling and what I heard from it was like, no, like, I don't think that's it anymore. Like, I need to take a sidestep and so in the same way it's like am i hindering this am i not being the tip of the spear anymore right right so now i can be like the the wrap of the handle or something Mm -hmm. because now it's somebody else's turn to tackle this thing head on right Am I going to be the weak spear on you know? Yeah, instead right, that yeah. breaks am I going and doesn't do that, anything, you know? Am I going to be the Achilles heel, you know? Yeah, for lack of better analogy. Mm-hmm. And
5: she had to remind me that God has put you right where you need to be. He's put you in a place, and she gave me an analogy. And she said, "I don't know if you realize, but for somehow some reason, people are drawn to you." She said, God has given you that. And she said, and if that's all that he's given you, that's plenty. She said, but you go. She said, there's a reason why the motorcycle club that you were going to go to was going to put you from a hangaround right into a prospect into a full-fledged member in less than a year because they don't do that. She said, they saw your servant's heart. They saw... You were doing the things that nobody else wanted to do. And it, it's a funny thing, because, of course, with the devil attacking me in this, that the servant, sermon talked about even if it's cleaning the bathroom, mm-hmm. but it still didn't click kind of thing. You know, it took, again, it took my wife, God bless her, <laughs> to give me the answers that I that I needed to hear. Maybe it was because I wasn't ready to hear them Sunday morning yet. Right.
1: So... I just want to say, you know, we've all talked about the ways that the enemy has hit us, and in, in, in every single one of us at some point, I think. Those of us at the table, those of us not, we've been hit in different ways because he tailors his attacks to our weaknesses, but it's all geared toward the same objective to get us to feel like we don't fit, we don't belong, we're a hindrance in some way, and we should step away and quit. I've never seen... I've never seen attacks as intense as we've experienced at at this ministry, honestly. I've never been so disgusted and angry at the enemy in my life, I don't think, just watching it. But I wanna say one of the greatest one of one of the greatest counterattacks to that assault is encouragement. It's one of the things that we lack the most is encouragement and I, I feel like I need to tell you You, Mike, are one of the most encouraging people I've ever met in my entire life. You just, there's something about your personality and your spirit and your presence that just lifts people up and makes people feel better. And if I see it, if God sees it, the enemy sees it too. That was something that a friend of mine said recently. You know, if you're on the battlefield, you're going to be attacked. Because when God has you doing something for his purposes, the enemy sees it too. And he's going to try to stop it, and many times God's going to allow him to try to stop it. And one of the first things he wants to remove is encouragement. And you... That's no minor gift. Like that's no minor it. thing. Yeah. It's not just... Encouragement's one of the most important things you can bring to the table. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you bring that... You bring that more powerfully than a lot of people I know. And don't don't let the enemy and the meet, earnestly right. Don't okay. let the enemy cause you to forget okay. that. I appreciate it. I really do.
4: Yeah, and and when I come in tonight, and you told me that uh, you thought about stepping away, I'm like, really, uh, Mike, yeah. you're stepping away? I mean, for real. You know, I could see me stepping away because mm-hmm. it, it could happen. No, don't let's not count. Yeah, but uh, you know, but. You guys, I mean, I, I can't see none of you guys stepping away. I mean, for real, you guys—I don't know—you guys just, uh, y'all are full of encouragement. You all, you know, and all you guys are just so on fire for God, and I can see it. I mean, the the spirit just it it just pours out of you, and I, I get you know, and the enemy's going to try to drive that wedge between any of us. He's going to find that small crack and he's going to put that wedge in there and he's going to take that big hammer and he's going to hit it and he's going to try to crack that wide open so he can just go in and just destroy everything that uh, God's allowed us to build. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, and I have. I've thought about stepping away. I mean, because sometimes I feel that I really ain't got a whole lot to bring anymore. You know what I'm saying? It just you yeah. wrong about that. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, yeah. And don't get me wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. I just uh <laughs> I know it's the enemy attacking, you know, um we just can't let him win. That's the thing. We got to keep fighting him. We got to we got to girt that belt up tighter so them mm-hmm. more fiery darts cannot bust that armor off of us. Correct. That's the thing. We wear that belt loosely sometimes. Mm-hmm. And When that belt's loose, that means everything else is kind of just laying on us too, you know. As far as the armor goes, so when he starts flinging them old darts, you know, them darts can kind of get in them cracks where the looseness is at. So we got to keep that belt girded up tight, and we gotta we gotta stay focused on God. We gotta stay in prayer with Him. Mm -hmm. You know, we gotta keep that personal relationship right there in our face all the time. Because he's he's the most important thing in this world. None yes. of this stuff matters. Right. None of it matters. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for his son, we wouldn't exist anyway. Yeah. Right, Carl. I'll get back to you in a second. But
0: I've been talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. I no, so much for I'm, silent, Carl. am huh? done for the episode. Sonny and Tyler, right? Sonny, you're freshly on fire.
2: Right. For the 19th time. Okay.
0: But <laughs> like you're freshly on fire. It's yeah. the
3: charm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Tyler, you're freshly on fire for the 48th time. Yeah. Right? Yep. How's he's new.
5: He's yeah. new. Yeah. new. do know what to do.
0: <laughs> How does it look for you? Right? Because you just heard that we thought about quitting, but we're not quitting. So it's almost like the the pink slips and then, ah, I just mm. got gotcha. you. Well, but, it's...
2: um you know it, it it's uh it's heartbreaking to hear that because uh you know I just came into this and I have had so much excitement about it um, yes you know I, I this I mean you guys are are part of my life now you know this is what's bringing me even closer to god what's bringing me closer to to what my calling's for you know, I mean, I know I have a calling, and I've always been scared of it, and I've always been terrified of where it's going to bring me, and that's why I've always just I've ran from it every single time. But I didn't have this kind of support ever, ever in my life. I didn't have this fellowship ever, and you know, it's it's kind of heartbreaking to sit here and and know that you guys are struggling like that and thinking that it's not even that nobody's there for you it's that you can't be used and and you guys are the reason why this is all going on and you guys started it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like this is this is y'all's deal i mean i this is for god but you know god used you to start this and i mean the plans can be whatever god decides to take it to right it, it could blow up and be huge in the matter of just a couple of years or you know we could just stay in this little bitty town and help this town for the rest of our lives mm-hmm. you know what I mean Whatever and, uh, he and says. I don't care yeah. I don't I don't care where it goes but i'm I'm happy to be a part of it I mean this this really has changed my life I mean changed my thinking changed what I do and you know just through seeing you guys do different things and struggle through different things and being honest about it being just up forth honest and just heartfelt putting it out there that helps me be able to deal with my things and my service i don't know what my service is i mean i like i just kind of do a little post on facebook and you know try to help people where need be and you know, like I haven't found my place in Broken Records yet. You know, I don't know what it is, but I mean, I'm sure he'll figure it out, and or he'll let one of y'all know, and be like, <laughs> here you go there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, yep. I, And that's that's, I mean, I he'll tell me or tell one of y'all. You know what I mean? And if it's cleaning a toilet, I don't care. I'll clean a toilet. <laughs> right. I've been in worse situations. You know, I mean, I. I've been down to the bottom of the barrel been at the bottom of the pit you know and uh, I'm not scared to go down there and I'm not scared to drag somebody out with me Mm -hmm. you know and that's the thing is I I'm terrified of a lot of things but you know God's got us he's got our back he's got our front he's got our sides he's got all of us absolutely so and uh, you know and I'm If there's any time that I can ever try to give a word of encouragement, it's now. It's, dude, I love you guys, and that's, it's, it's not hard for me to say that anymore. You know what I mean? This 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 fellowship here has completely changed my life, and I'm so grateful for it. Me? Oh,
3: Tyler. Yes. Hi. Uh, so I while you're speaking, what comes to mind is encouragement also for some reason. Um mean you're kind of I, I feel like you're new to the faith. Brand new, Sonny, right? Sort uh, of. Uh, sort of. Um and I, I'm newly that fire's newly lit, but I, I feel different this time than all the other forty something times that it's been lit again. And I think that's because of you guys, truly. Um I've known these guys for four or five, six years, however many years. I've known Ronnie for quite a while. Um, but I've never known you guys like this. This is way different. And um, so when you're new, I, I would say when the light, when the fire's lit or you're a new Christian, that's when you need to be served the most because that's when that devil's really trying to, to battle you. Um But I also know that as a new Christian or a newly lit Christian that you want to serve more, the less you serve, that fire's going to go back out pretty quick. So you need to, so right now for me doing this podcast on Mondays and then Wednesdays I do youth group and then Fridays I do some sort of band. So I'm trying to, like we kind of talked about in the past, I think me and Mike did about I'm filling my time with God things, you know, with things that'll bring me closer to God obviously. Um, that's that's So when you stop doing that, it's when I feel like I'm going to be the furthest from God. I mean, it happened so quick for me. Mm-hmm. So, so quick. Um, but I want to thank you guys for always being there. I've never been so open or felt so able to be open with each one of you guys. I mean, so you guys are serving me right now. This is how mm-hmm. I kind of feel, I guess, is what I wanted to say. So... Well, I'm glad this episode turned into one thing that we didn't want was add a voice for us, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, think I knew what you guys mm. needed because that's. Yeah. Some, I had nothing to say yeah. this whole time. I never. I'm like going into this. I'm like like Carl. Said, I don't. I don't have anything to say. So I just kind of sat over here and just was listening. And then he started speaking. It was just flood of, hey, you need to say this. So somebody needed to hear it tonight. It sounds like. Well, when somebody said, "I can't." I think, Tyler, you'd put it in our, our text about
5: you're ready to feel the presence of God tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and everybody was basically in agreement, and I don't I don't think I commented. Sorry, guys. Um, but then normally yeah. my go-to would be talking to Ronnie about it, and then Bob came in first, and he just asked me how my day went, and I said, That's oh, was kind of a day. You know, and so he's like, oh, well, well how come you know so we got into it a little bit more and then I was just like all of a sudden floodgates and Bob was probably like oh geez I just asked you if you were alright you know <laughs> <I mean? laughs> you said hi Mike that was it <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it was I think it was one of those things that was and I feel this every time that we've gotten together since the very beginning and we didn't really know what we were doing or most of us didn't Ronnie had been on them before but we yeah. didn't know what this was going to well, be
0: <laughs> that's not necessarily true either because, like, even though I'd been on them before, it was completely different.
2: Right. Right? Yeah. Same,
0: same,
4: but different. Yeah.
2: Right? Right. I mean, that's how same I… Same
4: format, different topic. Yeah.
2: That, that's how all of them start out, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how all ministries start out. And, and True. It, it's, I am mean, except for, you know, I mean, most of us are a bunch of heathens. Mm-hmm. And, like, and for, for you me, know, we're try- speaking of
0: heathens, like, for me, part of the excitement was that we could have got caught. Doing it because it was during lockdown protocol, right? Mm -hmm. Right? So, like, (laughs) yeah, it's It's out there. It's like, well, it's been out there for a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was like 2,500 years ago or 2,000 years ago, whatever. Like, we could have got caught and arrested for talking about Jesus. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
4: You know, the the original outlaws. (laughs) (laughs) The OGs. (laughs) Um, But, you know, um, I thank God had me come here first because I was definitely in my feelings yesterday. Mm-hmm. You definitely were. I was definitely in my feelings. Saturday too. Saturday too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturday too. <laughs> no, yep. Yeah, it was Saturday I was in my feelings. Yeah. More. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot this is Monday. My days <laughs> just kind of bleed together. <laughs> but, yeah, I was definitely in my feelings Saturday when we come, when I come to the meeting. It just, you know, the old devil was working on me hard that day and i'm like you know dude you need to go away but he just kept he needs a new job he does need a new job that dude (laughs) you you guys may not want a different profession (laughs) yes
3: you may not want to hear this but it's encouraging to hear that you guys are struggling too you know as as a younger guy you know it's you see these and i'm not calling you old i just mean you, you know your faith has been going a little longer than mine and um you think some of these people are like they're they're so they're so strong in the faith there's no way they struggle there's no way you get to see it is but you you know as a younger guy and i'm sure some of the youth feel that sometimes i know i did when i was in youth group i would look at the youth leader or somebody and go what it's so easy for them because they're they're great there, there's no struggles for them and you know obviously you get older and you're like well that that's dumb because we all know that everyone struggled but it's right. nice yeah. to see this is what the openness that I'm talking about to see each every one of you guys going through struggles. The thing yeah. is
4: is back two three four years ago whatever we've been doing this two years now mm-hmm. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have read. I would not have reached out and told anybody my struggles they would have just been wrapped up and stayed there and i would either work through them or they would uh ate me alive one of the two that's just that's just the kind of guy i am but now that i have this i can open up i can tell people what i mean you know i can tell you guys what's bothering what's Hurting me? What's what I'm going through? And I, you know, I still say, Ronnie, <laughs> I still don't. Do I? I get it. That's exactly but correct. correct. But the thing is, is <laughs> when I come in, when I come in, and I try to hide it, it's not hidden. You guys still know, right? It All might three be, of you guys. It might have been mm. hidden from
5: other people, right? Yeah. Yeah. And even from us previous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because but not now. Yeah.
4: Because right. every one of you guys Saturday, what's wrong? What's wrong, we were sitting there in the meeting. Carl looked at me, he's like, Are you okay? I mean, he just said it silently, yeah. but I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, you know. Yeah, Which, I wasn't to, me good. to my face, I did. <laughs> I did.
5: I smiled. Well, and is, it, is, good. It, is it to your face across the room? Is that still we're gonna call yeah. it to okay. my face? Okay. Yes. Yes. You're wrong, but, Bob. <laughs>
4: after after we got through, I did reach out to him. Yep, you know, I'm like, You know, I, I gotta reach out to him because you know, I knew you guys was genuinely worried and you guys was. You know, generally wanting wanting to know what was going on, but I was just uh, man, the enemy was on me that day, and yeah. and it was over nothing too, you know. And and then it just kind of like yeah, it's I said, always over nothing. It is right, yeah. Like no matter
0: where we're at, no matter if it's on fire, if it's freshly lit, if we're well, decades in, if we're six months in,
2: it's kind of like the analogy with the horse. Yep. Yeah, all
1: he does is untie the horse,
2: and yeah. then we run with it, and mm-hmm. it we oh, yeah. make it worse, you know. And it's our own mindset, our own, our own battles within us, mm-hmm. and that's the struggle. And the devil knows that all he's got to do is a very yeah. minuscule thing, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's looking for that little chink in the armor. That's we're, it. we're trying to move that's mountains, a and it's and it's a molehill, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. we're we're trying to move something substantial out of our path. It probably except isn't even for it's a molehill. I mean, it's yeah. you know it's small. Yeah, and you know, once we finally come to realize that, I mean, it will become easier and easier and easier, and see what actually happened. Well, that wasn't nothing. I mean, we're not, like we said today. We're not being like sought out. Mm-hmm. There ain't no Christians being murdered in our town right. or in our country. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not looked at as, I mean we're, we're we're not what's the word I'm looking for? Persecuted. Persecuted. Not really. You know, what yeah, I mean? not
1: really. Not no, not
4: oh, yeah. not like they are over in the, not like they are, yeah. are over in the foreign country. You know what oh, I yeah. mean?
2: And I we make up our our own struggles in our mind. And all the devil has to do is just a little bit of anything.
0: Dial, dial it in just yeah. a little bit fine tune. Yeah, just and like the old ham radios, right? Like you know,
2: grab that little dial and fine tune it. it just a little bit, and yep. Yep. bam, there you go, it's on. Yep. And yeah, we run with it. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah,
4: the thing is, it doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. That walk is not i will say is not going to get easier no mm-hmm. the closer you become to god the harder the walk becomes right yep.
1: you'll become more equipped to endure yes yep. and the but harder it's harder still, yeah. still yeah. going to have those moments you're
4: going to have those moments and sometimes you might be in the valley for years and then sometimes you might be on the mountaintop for years it just you know just all depends on where you're at you know there there's That's why he's brought everybody together because everybody's at a different level of faith walk. And that different level of faith walk becomes one body, which makes the faith stronger. Mm -hmm. And I will say, too, everybody
1: is in different seasons. Yes. Different seasons of testing and refining. Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of what mile marker you might be at, you're at different seasons. And that's why, like I would highlight, we talk about are you serving or being served? Right. Mm -hmm. To me, it's not either or, it's, it's cyclical. You know what I mean? Like, like we've got to remove this st- – I know that's not how you meant it, Ronnie, but we've got to remove the stigma of being served. Yeah. Right? We want to serve others, but when we're served, oh, no, that's embarrassing. That hits my pride button. I don't like that. Right. It's not negative. It's a cyclical thing. Sometimes you need to serve. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to be served. Exactly. Right? When you hit those struggles when the enemy attacks, that's when you need to be served. Yeah. Well, it's just like mm-hmm. if
0: you're a teacher or <clears throat> discipling
1: or pastoring,
0: whatever, like you're pouring out. At some point you gotta get poured back
4: into. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got to get you've got to be fed a pastor has got to be fed just like he one feeds. of his one care. of his flock that is list, sitting in that pew listening to him talk. The shepherd needs yeah. to get the fed shepherd. just like the sheep. Well, there's, yes.
2: there's like that story about the guy that in a flood and he's up on top of his house and a guy in a in a boat goes by. And he was just like, No, no, God's gonna save me and then you know, uh, a bigger boat goes by, and they're like, "Hey, you know, come on." And he's just like, "No, no, God's gonna save me." And then a guy in a uh, what's it a helicopter goes by or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And yep. then God's gonna save me, and then he ends up dying because God sent him three so different things, yeah. yep. and he goes up to heaven and was just like, "Well, why didn't you save me?" He goes, "I sent all these people to you, and yep. you didn't listen. Right. He wouldn't
1: allow himself to be served.
2: Right? Yep." yep. So you know, and that's the thing is you know, and you know sometimes we like Micah was saying today, you know he he prayed for certain things, and you know God had a had to show him, hey, all these things happen that you prayed for, you know er, you were given everything that you asked for, and yet you're still upset, mm-hmm. you're still frustrated with the circumstance. Yeah, and you know, God had to show him, hey, you know, everything you asked for happened.
3: So, so. are you saying that we need to be humble? Well, yeah. Have you ever prayed? You ever prayed enough. to be humble? Mm-hmm. That is the hardest and most terrifying thing for me to pray because <laughs> then uh, God gives uh, you patience. that opportunity. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like if Ronnie with for these patience. dangerous
4: prayers. Mm-hmm. Ronnie yeah. don't
3: like dangerous prayers because. You ask to be give patience, and God will give you the opportunity. Yep. Yes, he will. <laughs> that's the day my kids are the worst. And, then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. and, of, and of course,
5: you're like, wait, wait, that, that's not what I meant. That's not yeah. what I meant. I just, just want rest. Give it. I want to just, just, uh-huh. just give it. Yep. Just not, not, not test me all the way through, through it. And I'm good. That's right, yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm going to go back to Carl saying about the balance of being served and serving. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, when Jesus was tempted on in the wilderness, mm-hmm. At the very end of it, when he told Satan to get behind him, and, and Satan left, what the angels do? They come and attended to Jesus, mm-hmm. which means they come and they ministered to him to bring. I believe
3: him. it even says they came and served Jesus. Served Jesus.
4: Yes, of course. I'd read the version that said attend. Yeah. Same thing, right? Yeah, I
3: mean, different. It's mm-hmm. crazy because me and my son just read this.
4: <laughs> yeah, But, you know, God sent His angels down to tend to Jesus because He knew that He'd already been beat up and tempted, but yet. He still stood strong, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so if if the man who come to save us has to be attended to, that tells me that we have to be attended to also.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Anybody got
0: else before we pull the needle off this record? Nope. Final thoughts then, Carl, would you like to lead us off?
1: Sure. I don't have a lot this time. Don't oh. worry. Don't. Don't panic. <laughs> anxiety levels through the roof. I'm like everybody's got to follow Carl. Oh no. <laughs> you know <laughs> no, it's no, funny no. <laughs> actually. I'll just I'll tell a funny story because like I was actually planning on Saturday because you're we heard that story Mike about your son and he volunteered at a place we call it the community kitchen but it's sort of like a it's like a soup soup kitchen basically is what it is right um, and he was volunteering there and the director you know woman that we know she was asking what he was asking what needed to be done she was getting ready to clean the clean yeah. the bathroom to clean the toilets and he's like you know if you know we need to do that i'll just clean that so he volunteered to clean the toilets long yeah. story short that's what he volunteered to do and i was sitting there listening to that story this was saturday night and it reminded me of a sermon i heard comparing cleaning toilets with washing feet I'm like you know what i think i'll i think i'll talk about that on the podcast and then we walk into church sunday and then cole <laughs> gives a sermon and uses the same analogy. Stole it from him. <laughs> and now if I share it, it looks like I'm stealing it from him.
3: I'm, so, Rodney, I'm Rodney so angry. Like my pride about, button got hit. But there's a microphone somewhere stashed in that office. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be bugged. But I do think it's not. Go ahead.
0: No, Wait. I was just saying, I texted him the same thing I told you guys. I was like, there's no way he can convince me that it's not bugged. It's crazy how much it happens.
1: It's crazy how much it happens. But I do think it's an, impar- it's an important comparison to make. We're talking about service. And we we tend to think of that imagery when we think about serving others, washing feet, you know, and that was a necessary thing back then. And it was very humbling, you know, and I don't like that word. I know you do. That's <laughs> why I pointed to when I said. <it. laughs> you lower yourself. Yeah. It's a picture of lowering yourself to serve someone else, to serve their need in a, in a sort of a self-debasing sort of way. Right. right? And that's, that's really what the picture of serving others is, but it's sort of, it, it's it's lost its power in today's culture because we don't wash each other's feet. Sometimes we'll have these ritualistic foot washings for with each other, and it's it's meaningless. It's just a show. But at the end of that show, somebody still has to scrub the toilets, right. and we've got to get to a place where we don't feel like that form of service is beneath me. I'll do this. I'll do this glamorous thing. I'll do this thing that gets gets attention. But I'm not going to scrub a toilet because I'm I'm too important for that. We've got to get to a place that no matter where. The Most High exalts us to to serve Him. We are never too elevated to scrub a toilet, because He will humble us if we get to that point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. That's all. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Follow that one. Whew. Um,
5: uh, I'm simple, so I'll keep it simple. And you know, uh, to me, serving is a blessing. And don't ever let it. Don't ever try and take away somebody else's blessing. That's
4: right. I'm actually going to read Revelations chapter 4, verse 11. It says, Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. So, I mean, you know, say, is we need to give God all the glory. All the praise. And, you know, to, to kind of concrete what Carl said in, you know, about scrubbing the toilets, like I said last night, scrubbing the toilet, or if you're serving, trying to serve in somebody's life, you're still in somebody's crap.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sultry, sunny. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> no, um, you know, I think our. The biggest thing is is that the only glory that we should seek is because um, God does give us glory. Mm-hmm. You know, um, God gives us those moments where he says, hey, you're doing exactly what I want you to do. And those moments there, whenever you're doing your service, whenever you're doing what you're supposed to do in the way you're supposed to do it, I think those moments are cherished, and you'll never you'll never lose those. You know, those those moments will come up when the day comes where judgment. And uh, truth be told, uh, even if there's only a few, it's good enough. You yeah. know. That's and uh, I I think I think that's what we all search for, is that. Truthfully, this group here—I don't think it's glorifying from anywhere other than God. I think it's more or less of like we're 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 all pretty just mostly hey, let God get the glory. Let it be let it be known that uh, this this place ain't like that, right? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what is so attractive to me mm-hmm. to this. It becomes, um, it's God-filled, not anything Not else. man-filled? Yeah. So,
3: that's my thought. Tyler? So, first, I want to give a shout-out to my son, Zeke. Me and him listened to this podcast the past few, few weeks. Uh, I told Bob that he was like, oh, my gosh, that's my teacher from school. <laughs> he loves listening to it also. I just want to say, hey. Yeah. But, um, I don't... <laughs> So I, um, I hope it goes together here. But so James two came to my mind with uh, verse one, where it says, "My brother, show no partiality, as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory." Um, talking about when when you are serving, don't when when two people come into church, don't look at the one and go, well, "He's got gold and all the greatest things," so we're going to set him. All the way up at front, the perfect seat, and then the the homeless comes in, and you go, ah, oh, you can stand in the corner. So, as you serve, make sure that you're not serving just the perfect ones. Make sure you're serving the one that God has called you to serve. Mm. Very good. That's
1: good.
0: I'm gonna read something that I put out there on our Facebook group. Um, past week, I was able to give part of my testimony, my depression and addiction testimony to our youth group and I led off with there's no glory in my story so it's all him and then I saw this and threw it out there and it can be debated I know but like on surface it matters to me so <clears throat> and Judas had the best pastor, the best leader the best advisor, the best counselor yet he failed Problem's not leadership or the church you go to. If your attitude or your character doesn't change or your heart doesn't transform, you will always be the same. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Amen. Brother
4: Bob, would you pray us out, please? Most gracious Heavenly Father. Father, we thank you for uh, allowing us to serve. Father, we thank you for allowing us to be served. Father, I just pray that uh, you just give us the understanding that when it's time for us to be served, Father, just not to let pride get in the way. Allow us to be able to humble ourselves, Father, and just uh, allow them other people or whoever's trying to serve us, Father, to get their blessing from it. Father, I just uh, I thank you for being with us through all the struggles that we have. Father, I thank you for allowing us to have these struggles. Father, we know that uh without these refinements, without us going through the fire, Father we know that uh, we can't further our walk with you because I firmly believe father that if uh, if we don't have struggles or if we don't have any kind of anything going on to where we can turn to you and look to you father i just I don't think we're growing in you and father <clears throat> I thank you and praise you for you being there, Father, I thank you for your son, I thank you for what he'd done for me on. And- all these guys, and everybody on the cross. Father, we thank you and praise you, and I give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I just about couldn't talk there to you.
0: <laughs> and until next time. Welcome back to the ministry. Catch you on the flip side.